Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Harland Highway Podcast. I am your host, Harland Williams, and what a show we have for you today. Uh, today, we have the Harland Highway question of the day. It involves you and a part, a part of your face and something that you do, and I'm not sure why you do it. We all do it, and it's kind of a weird thing. We probably shouldn't do it, but we do it, and you'll find out when you hear the Harland Highway question of the day. Also, uh, we're going to take a call from a real friendly fella, you know, someone from the East Coast of, of Canada, friendliest people in the world, going to be talking to us about, I did a podcast about... Uh, security at the airport and uh, this friendly fella chimes in and then later in the show we uh we actually um we actually call the east coast and talk to a friendly fella on the east coast yeah pretty cool and then maybe a not so friendly fella yeesh my boss mr featherstone you know him the guy from the 12th floor he owns my podcast he runs it he pays my bills he, he pulls a surprise visit, or so I'm told, on my studio today. He just walks in unannounced and, and starts laying into me like he always does, like I need that. So uh, get ready, man. It's going to be a pickle twister. Get your helmet on. This is the Harland Highway. I have an announcement to make. You are about to go down the Harland Highway. Lock the door. I don't want to be a product of my environment. Shut up! I want my environment to be a product of me. You're riding down the Harlan Highway. So, who do I have to fuck to get off this phone? I can get you off. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ah, you're a cantaloupe. Shame, Big Daddy. That's why I'm a drunk. When I'm drunk, I can stand myself. Keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and you're gonna get a shot in the mouth. Act like a man! What's the matter with you? I wasn't really sure what was going on. You're listening to Harlan Williams. The rest is bullshit, and you know it. Hello? Hello? Harlan. Chris here from Halifax. Just on my nightly run between the Halifax and Moncton and back again. Just uh, listened to your latest podcast there, and uh, man, you did a good one there. It was uh, a great story about the bats and all that. I was laughing my ass off. And I wanted to say about the incident you had there at the Winnipeg airport. Like, sorry to hear about that, getting kind of screwed over there. But, you know, I worked at the Halifax airport for a time, and... uh my girlfriend worked there too for a while and uh we got stories we could tell you that you just could not believe about things that goes on there security wise um you know they've got people working in security for one thing that uh well let's just say their driveways don't go all the way out to the road if you know what i mean just kind of if you, if you just uh, work there, if you're around there a lot, and you just kind of watch what goes on around there, it's really, really scary. And uh, they really need to 
take a hard look at some of that stuff because they got people in important jobs there that are really shouldn't be there. And uh, so I just wanted to say that. And uh, I missed you last time you were out in Halifax here. And uh, hopefully you'll get out here again before too long. Have a good summer, buddy. Chicken chow mein. Oh, man. Chris from Halifax. What a treat. What a treat. So for those of you that don't know, Halifax is a city in Nova Scotia, which is on the east coast of Canada. It's one of the maritime provinces, Halifax. Nova Scotia is the province. Halifax is the city within Nova Scotia. And I always say, you know, people always say Canadians are friendly. They're friendly people. Well, you want to you see friendly pie? Like the next level of friendly, you go to the east coast of Canada, man. The people in the maritime provinces, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, and then you got Newfoundland up on top. Oh, my God, just the friendliest people I think you'll ever meet. They, you know, these are people that still, when you're walking down the sidewalk, they're like, hey, how you doing there? How's it going there, buddy? It's just uh, they're such a nice, nice group of people, and uh, thank you for calling. And, uh, you know, the, the reference to the uh, the experience I had at the uh, at the security at the airport in Winnipeg, which is another city in the prairies of Canada. And if you listen to my podcast a few back, I, I ranted about how pissed off I was at the treatment I got there. And it's not just in Winnipeg, it's everywhere. Like, I get these TSA people are trying to do a job, but boy, is it ass backwards. When they're patting down old ladies and little kids and people that they know and people that clearly aren't a threat, but they... They do this whole ridiculous song and dance. And, you know, to, to the comment here that, that a lot of these people that they hire, I love your line, the, the driveway don't go all the way to the road. <laughs> well, let's just say their driveways don't go all the way out to the road, if you know what I mean. Great line. Love it. Um, and, and so, you know, a lot of times we're dealing with this people who are touching us and rubbing us and patting us down and making like important decisions. And, you know, you know, there's probably people that maybe have a high skill level and have a high education. And then, you know, just like any job, there's probably people that, uh, aren't the brightest, and I don't know. It's it, that whole freaking thing is a mess. Some something has to change with the whole TSA thing. It just makes traveling so miserable. Thanks a lot, Al Qaeda and ISIS. Jeez. But anyways, uh, great call and, and the friendliest people in the world out on the East Coast in Halifax. And you know what, Raj? I think. This call put me in a good mood. Can we call out to the East Coast? Is there? Is, do we have anyone out there that we can talk to? Yeah. Okay, see if you can dig someone up, get into the yellow pages, or if, and f call around if anyone has a friend of a friend who who works or lives out on the East Coast of Canada. I want to I wanna talk to them, man. Just, it makes me happy. 
I, I like the the I like the innocence and just the friendliness of the voices and the attitude of people from the East Coast. So thanks for the call, Chris, and uh, thanks for listening. And tell all your friends out there on the East Coast to listen to the Harland Highway. And uh, yeah, yeah, buddy. You know what? Um, and and speaking, it sounded like you were driving. It said you mentioned in your call you were driving. I'm guessing you maybe drive a truck. Uh, and, and, you know, summertime's a time where a lot of us do driving, right? Well, I mean, when we're not driving down the Harland Highway, wink, wink. But a lot of us take road trips. We go on vacations. We drive to the cottage. We drive somewhere fun for, a you know, a summer vacay, the Grand Canyon or the mountains or wherever, right? The, 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 the beach, and a lot of times uh, when we're driving, we see the inevitable roadkill on the side of the road, right? Good old roadkill. And it always makes us sad and it always grosses us out a bit because sometimes it's just like, you know, something looks like it's been hit and it's in perfect, pristine condition. And then you get the other critters that are like, you know, there's like a tire tread through the middle of their body. And then you get other other critters that look literally look like someone shook up a can of soup and dumped it in the middle of the road. Like they're just shredded. It's like fur and pink meat. And it's just a ball of like, holy hell. Right. But nonetheless, we all see the roadkill. And, you know, here's what I loved about the, the seventies, um, in the 1970s when, when music was on the radio. Like, you could have... They just played anything that was catchy. It's not like today where you gotta be... You gotta be hip-hop, or you gotta be pop, or you gotta be techno, or, you know, everything's categorized. But in the 70s... Not that I'm that old. Okay, I am. But in the 70s, you know, if something was catchy, they put it on. So you could have a song about kung fu fighting... You could have a song called The Monster Mash. You could have a song. It could be just about anything. You know, a CB radio convoy. I mean, working at the car wash. I mean, there was, a, you know, it, as long as it was catchy, it made it on the radio and it became a hit. It was amazing. You know, there wasn't all this marketing and there wasn't all this strategizing and there wasn't all this... This boardroom BS. It's like if you if you wrote a catchy song and they put it on the radio, it could be a hit. The probably the way it should be, right? So you for for those of you who aren't old enough to remember, this will make you laugh. There was a guy named Loughton Wainwright who wrote a song about roadkill. Yeah, it was a, literally a song about dead skunks and and turtles and frogs and squirrels like just dead animals all over the road and this guy wrote a song about it and it was so catchy it became a huge radio hit it was like a giant hit and so you could be at any given time listening to the radio and on came this toe-tapping catchy song about dead animals squashed all over the road and the, the song's called dead skunk and uh, I thought just for fun, just just for shits and giggles, I'd pop it on here. And for those of you that never heard it, it it's I think you're gonna like it. It's 
it's so fun and silly, but at the same time, it's catchy. You're probably going to catch yourself singing it later in the day. So without further ado, for all you summer travelers driving down the highways and byways of this great world of ours, here's a song dedicated to all the poor deceased animals that we see along the way. It's a song called Dead Skunk in the Middle of the Road. Enjoy. Crossing the highway late last night He should have looked left and he should have looked right He didn't see the station wagon car The skunk got squashed and there you are You got your dead skunk in the middle of the road Dead skunk in the middle of the road Dead skunk in the middle of the road Stinking the high heaven question is probably long, 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 long overdue. Okay? Why is it, this is the question of the day, why is it when we take pictures, when we're standing there and someone's taking our picture, we always feel the need to smile? 
You know what I mean? It's always, always a forced smile. When you think about it, humans don't smile a lot. Like if you get on the subway or the bus or you're walking down the street or you watch people talking at a restaurant, smiling, you know, it's not like we smile every five minutes. Some people might not smile all day long. So smiling often is a forced endeavor. And especially when one is posing for a picture. I mean, think of it. You know, you're standing in front of a waterfall. Smile. You got your teeth out. Your your eyes are crinkled. Oh, I'm smiling. You're standing in front of a building. Oh, I'm smiling. Oh, I'm standing in front of a movie theater. I'm smiling. I'm standing in my friend's living room. I'm smiling. What is that? Like, like if you, if I held up a picture of a waterfall, okay, a beautiful picture of a waterfall on a calendar, I doubt you'd smile. You'd be like, oh, oh yeah, nice, a waterfall, yeah, great picture. If I held up a picture of any of the places where you were spotted smiling in your photographs, I don't think you'd smile. We don't even smile when stuff's good. Like, you know, after you finish making love, or as some of you animals like to call it sex, sex time. I mean, is there any better feeling than right after that? You don't, you don't roll off of each other after you've uh, made wild, passionate love, lay on the pillows, and then slowly turn your head to each other and smile. Hi. Hi. Oh, that was so fun. That felt so good. I'm smiling. Right? How creepy would that be? That'd be like, you know, making love and then you roll off and you look at the person beside you and it's the Joker from Batman. Hi. Why am I smiling? Because it felt good. So if we don't even smile after sex, why are we smiling at a damn waterfall or in front of a barn or standing in front of our new car? We're standing with grandpa. It's just weird. It's like it's like it's like phony. It's false advertising. There's you know, there's no 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 there's nobody I know that a waterfall elicits them to smile. Standing in front of a, a horse doesn't make them smile. That's all put on. But it's weird, right? It's almost like we don't think the picture will be any good if we're not smiling. And so now we've got this perception of each other that we're all super mega happy. Everyone's jumping around. Oh, my God, look at Karen. She's always got this million-dollar smile. Look at there she is in front of her old school. There she is at Starbucks. There she is out in the park playing Frisbee. There she is having a picnic. How does she do it? How is she so happy constantly? Every single picture I see her in, she's just beaming like she just won the lottery. It's weird, right? I don't know. I have this thing I do now where, where I have a, a bunch of friends and and they always want to do these big group pictures, right? And I don't I hope I'm not being a bit of a douche, but you know, with so many people, it's always like a big group of friends, and I always kind of secretly, I don't tell anyone, but I always kind of just tuck my head behind someone else. So I'm always the guy in the picture where you can't see my, it's just like my shoulders or it's like the side of my body. (laughs) 
I've actually had them Photoshop my head in a few times. Cause like, hey man, you didn't make it in the pitch. And I'm like, oh really? Yeah, don't worry. We're going to Photoshop your head in from another one. Okay, cool. Sorry. I guess I wasn't, uh, I don't have the guts to tell them. I just, I don't know. I, fi- I find picture taking a bit corny. Interestingly enough, it's something I have to do all the time when I'm doing my shows or when I meet people that recognize me. And I, I do it too. I put on the big smile. Hi. But that's the way we are. So I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, today's Harland Highway question of the day is why in the name of holy happy the clown, whenever we take a picture, we automatically smile. Smile! The Harland Highway question of the day. All right. Well, we have them now. Okay, good. It sounds like we have, uh, we have, uh, I asked Roger to check around, see if there's anyone from the East Coast of Canada that we could talk to because, you know, as I said earlier in the show, just such friendly people and the salt of the earth people. So we got a guy. What's he do? Oh, really? Okay. So he's a fisherman. He goes out like uh, out on the, like on the ocean or is he? Yeah. He's an ocean fisherman. Okay. What's his name? Okay, Bill Paddington. Great. All right, let's talk to this guy. He's just kind of a local uh, local guy who lives out on the East Coast, and I thought it'd be fun to to kind of just uh, have a chat with someone who's kind of not that wrapped up in the rat race, floats the oceans, and lives in a place where things are simpler and easier. Uh, Bill Paddington from the East Coast of Canada. Hello, Bill. Hello there, buddy. Who's out there now? Hello, Bill. Yeah, who we got there? Yeah, who we got there? Bill, it's it's Harlan Williams from the Harlan Highway. Uh, you talked to our producer, Roger. Oh, the Roger there, buddy. What a friendly fellow that guy is. Oh, I'd like to take him out. Get him some fucking link cord in the net there, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah, whatever that was, uh, how are you, Bill? Well, we got a bit of a nor'easter blowed in today, buddy, so when we get out of the water, we can't get out of the do fish with the crab, we got the bods on the boat there now. Um, could you just say that again? Yeah, we got the weather, well, the weather blowed in now, though. we got the little lumpy out on the, on the ocean there, there. we got the, uh, got the boats in the harbor, baby. we can't get out because she's lumpy and, uh, we got a nor'easter blowed in there, buddy. Oh, okay, I think, I, I thought I heard something about the weather. Oh, she's blowing like a fucking granny. Sorry about the bridge in the wind there, Okay, this isn't really going to work, is it? No, it's not. Fuck off. What, what was that, Roger? Cheech. Well, I'm bel- What was that? God. What a jerk. All right, let's let's do something else. Good Lord, what a doorknob. Whoa, whoa who's that, Roger? Why, who's knocking at the studio door? Are we is, are we expecting someone? I don't have any, any guests written down on my thing. Roger, come in. Hello? 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 Oh, oh my gosh, Mr. Featherstone. Uh, yeah, that's right. Who'd you think it was? Uh, St. Patrick's Day? No, no, sir. I didn't think it was St. Patrick's Day. I, 
What what are you doing in the studio? Uh, I own the studio. How about that, flapjack ass? Sir, I'm not flapjack ass. I just, I, I didn't expect you. Probably the same way your mother didn't expect you. Sir, please do not come into my studio and start insulting me. I'll do whatever I want. I own your damn studio. Well, yes, sir, but what, what do you want down here, sir? I'm in the middle of the podcast. Well, that's why I'm here. What do you mean? Because your podcast is dipping in the ratings again. Again? That's right. I said again. Kind of like what your guy friends say every time you go downtown to one of your funny little bars. Sir, don't start with the funny little bars downtown. I do not go to funny little bars downtown. Oh, really? Yeah, really. How about the sourdough handshake at 49th and 12th? The what? You heard me, the sourdough handshake. The sourdough handshake. Uh-huh. Sir? Uh-huh. Sir, I don't go to a bar called the sourdough handshake. Uh-huh. Sir? Uh-huh. What do you want? I'm here to talk about your ratings. They're sliding faster than Rosie O'Donnell on a toboggan down the side of Mount Everest. Well, I do my best, sir. I mean, I, you know. Well, apparently your best isn't good enough. Maybe you should put a bra on and do your breast. Sir! Don't raise your voice at me, Tinkle Tot Thundernaught. Tinkle Tot Thundernaught. You heard me. And how do you suppose I, I, I raise my ratings? Well, why don't you do what everyone else does? Have a celebrity on your stupid show. It's not a stupid show, sir. It's stupid if I say it's stupid because I'm paying for it. Sir? Before we go any further, let me ask you something. Yes, sir? Have you ever farted? Sir, I don't fart on things. Quiet. Have you ever farted on an ant nest? Sir, why would I fart on an ant nest? Well, because when you do it, it scatters all the ants and they run around with the the baby ant eggs. So? So it's fun to see ants running away from a fart with eggs. It's funny to see ants running away from a fart with eggs. Uh Uh-huh. Sir, I got to imagine you have better things to do with your time. I don't know if there's anything better than watching fart-sprinkled ants run around with their eggs. Sir, what do you mean you want me to have a celebrity on the show? I mean, you look at all these late-night talk shows, right? Okay. And they've all got big-time, big-league celebrities. Yes. Well, that's why people are tuning in. They're not tuning in to listen to your onion-soaked voice. Sir, I don't have an onion-soaked voice. Well, maybe just to be safe, you should douche your face. I'm not going to douche my face, sir. God. What? Well, how do I get a big celebrity? Well, why don't you be, you be resourceful? I mean, use your brain. Be creative. I'm sure you're creative when you're at your funny little bars downtown. Sir, I don't go to funny little bars downtown. Oh, really? Yes. Well, how about that one at 12th and uh, 4th? Which one? The soy sauce hole. The
the soy sauce hole. Ah, uh, sir? Ah. Uh, sir, I will ask Roger to help me get a celebrity, but I don't know if I'm going to get an A-lister or a B-lister. Speaking of listers, have you ever farted on a Caesar salad? Sir, I don't fart on things. I'm telling you, I swear to God, it blows the croutons around. Sir, I do not fart on ant nests. I do not fart on Caesar salads. Now, I will try to get a celebrity in here for the next show you're going to do it. For the next show? Aha, that's right. If your your ratings dip any slower, I'm going to turn into a potato chip and go into a bowl of French dip dressing. What? You heard me, Funkadelic Fry Face. Funkadelic Fry Face, sir. Ah, uh, sir? Ah. Uh. Oh, my God. Have you ever farted into the hand of a Baskin Robbins cashier? What? What? You know when the Baskin Robbins, they hand you your change back, right? Yes. And you grab the hand and you fart right into the cup of the hand. Sir, why would I fart into the hand of a Baskin Robbers cashier? Well, why wouldn't you, you dumbass? Sir, this is ridiculous. Are you done? No, I'm not done. Just like you're probably not done down at your funny little bars. Sir, for the last time, I do not go to funny little bars downtown. Oh, really? Yes, really. How about, uh... Neeler's Funhouse. Pardon me? You heard me. Neeler's Funhouse. Neeler's Funhouse. Yeah, down at 19th and uh, Broadview. Sir, I've never heard of Neeler. What does that even mean? Neeler's Funhouse. Well, you guys like to kneel, don't you? Sir, are you done? Yes, I'm done. Now you get a celebrity on your next show. Are you done? Yes, sir. Don't yes, sir, me. Well, what do you want me to say? Why don't you say, Add a boy, sir. Add a boy, sir. Thank you. Now get back to work, you lazy, lemon-sucking loudmouth. Sir, goodbye. God, goodbye, sir. Oh, my God. Roger, why didn't you tell me he was coming in? That guy gets my blood pressure. Now we got to get a big celebrity for the next show. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is with that guy and the farting and the funny little bars? What? Unbelievable. All right. I'm, I'm too riled up to keep going. I'm ending the show, Roger. What a dork. There you go, folks. That's our show for today. Uh, I'm a little... T- I'm a little stressed now, thanks to my boss, Mr. Featherstone, coming down here. Unannounced. Thanks, Roger. Ay, ay, ay. All right, so let's see if I can dig up a big celebrity for one of the upcoming shows. Oh, God. Anyways, let's do some announcements and we'll we'll get out of Dodge. Um, had a great weekend in uh, Cleveland. Uh, this past weekend, great fans out in Cleveland. There was a few pavement pounders sitting right in the front row. One of them, this beautiful girl, was there with her husband and her family, and she, she said she liked to go bowling. 
I think she had her car stolen at a bowling alley and uh, just some great energy coming off the Pavement Pounder fans in Cleveland. So thank you, everybody, for coming out. We had great shows, great club, and uh, this weekend coming up, hello, yes, July 20 and 21st, yours truly, yours truly will be um, at uh, in New Mexico. Can you believe it? I'll be in uh, just outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico at the Santa Ana Star Casino. Oh, my God, it's going to be so fun. The Santa Ana Star Casino, okay, uh, in New Mexico. So get your tickets online at harlandwilliams.com. That's July 20 and 21st. And what else can I tell you? Um, I don't think I have any other gigs. Well, I'm going to be on the Tonight Show on the 24th. That's something. So the following week after New Mexico, on Tuesday, the 24th of July, I'll be yucking it up with Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show in New York. So that's going to be a blast if you're by your TV, if you're laying around eating cheese sticks and uh, drinking uh, Yoo-Hoo. Turn on the telly and see your old friend yucking it up. Um yeah, and don't forget to get our uh, our app. We have a free app in your app store on your phone, the Harland Highway. Get it, and you can basically pick us up wherever you go. Every Monday, the show comes out. You can listen to us in the office while you're jogging, while you're training a SEAL, whatever you do. Um, what else? Uh, don't forget to visit harlowilliams.com where you can reserve your tickets for my stand-up shows. Uh, you can also visit our store. We have a great little store where we sell fun merchandise. We'll mail it out to you. You can also uh, call the Harland Highway hotline and leave a voicemail. The number's at harlandwilliams.com, or you can write it down right now, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. Leave me a voicemail. I might put it on the show. What do you think? Or you can write me at harlowilliams.com. We have a contact link, and I read all the emails. I listen to all the voicemails. I can't put all of them on the air, but I kind of pick through the ones that I think I, you know, might be interesting or I might be able to have fun with or they might be serious. I don't know. Don't, don't filter yourself. Say whatever you want. The good, the bad, the ugly, and I might use it. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, and I think that's it. That is it for now. Hopefully I'll have some uh, some announcements for you soon about Season 2 of Puppy Dog Pals, my, my Disney Junior animated show. It is about to come out very soon. I can't give you the specific date yet. Disney is in charge of all that, so I'm not allowed to jump... Sh- jump ahead of the big Disney machine. But once they give me the green light to alert you, I will let you know. But it's fair to say it's coming up very soon. So fear not if you have toddlers. There are more episodes coming. Oh, yeah. And also, I I might have a little sneak announcement when I'm on The Tonight Show for a different project. So uh, tune in. I won't tell you what it is yet. I'll tell you after The Tonight Show, but if you're watching The Tonight Show, um, 
As of this moment, I'm planning to make a little announcement about something, unless something changes, but uh, for now, I am. So we'll see. You'll see. Ah, good. I hope you're having a great summer, everybody. Get out there and have fun. Do some fishing. Do some barbecuing. Lay out in the sun. Do whatever you got to do, but enjoy yourself. And uh, because before you know it, summer's gone, isn't it? Oh, it just comes and goes so fast. So have fun. And uh, that's it for today. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Harland Highway Podcast. Please tell your friends. And until next time, chicken. Chow mein, baby. How about the sourdough handshake at 49th and 12th?